If you live in the eastern U.S., get ready. If you don't, be on the lookout. Viral videos. Brood X is coming, a scientific marvel. Periodical cicadas biding their time, and then they'll rise again when it's warm. Spring comes warmer days and fresh blooms, but every 17 years something else comes with spring. Swarms of cicadas. This year, three species will swarm at once. They live underground for 17 years, eating roots, providing nutrients to the plants underneath. But eventually they head to the surface. The last time these cicadas emerged was 2004. The Summer Olympics in Athens was underway. Billions of cicadas will swarm the eastern U.S. Yes, billions. It's known as Brood X. You'll hear it before you see it. Large swarms can reach over a hundred decibels. Jesus was in the ground three days. He rose, and now he's waiting. And one day he'll break through again, and his glory will come to earth. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Easter Monday, We're starting a new series called Easter Stories. It's the most important moment in the history of the world. Jesus of Nazareth had laid buried in a tomb for three days. But then everything changed. A new beginning. The Holy Spirit was sent from heaven and reversed the power of death in the body of Jesus. In his new resurrection body, his heart began to beat again. His blood began to flow once more. He had been dead but now he's alive forevermore. And because Christ is risen, you and I have hope. Stay with me as we take a look at John chapter 20 and see how the first moments of the resurrection affected the lives of Mary Magdalene, Peter, and John. But first, I want to share with you this special feature film that we have called Risen. This movie shows the events of Christ's resurrection from a very unique angle. A Roman soldier skeptical, but trying to find out the truth. Risen's told not from necessarily a a gospel-centric. This takes a different view. This is through the eyes of a non-believing Roman military leader. The Nazarene said he'd rise again after three days. We will lose peace and order if it's true. Will the people believe it? The weak will. There will be no other gods. Kill him. Where most films about the life of Christ end at the crucifixion, Risen really begins at the crucifixion. The military leaders and the religious leaders of the day woke up that morning and the body of Jesus was missing. It was a mystery to them, and it unleashed a manhunt because they were fearful of what a resurrection would mean, that it would mean that this was a messiah, that it would cause unrest in Rome and unrest in Jerusalem and unrest throughout Judea. And so we really kind of reveled in and lived in the thrill of the journey of these characters looking for this body of Jesus, looking to prove that this resurrection was a fake. So it was important for us as we were going through the process on Risen, starting from the script stage through production, was to involve pastors and leaders and people that I've known and worked with and trusted for 25 years to really make sure that, while I would never say Risen is a biblically-based story, I would say it's scripturally harmonious. 
that the elements of the story where it touches scripture are true to scripture. You know, we're looking for people to be impacted in a positive way. And I think people come out the other end after watching it changed. You know, as the scripture shows what Jesus did and said, what, what did the people around him think? And, and what, were the, what were the ramifications of, of what we saw after, you know, after the fact? I think with Risen, we get to explore that, have fun with it in a way that is, I think, edifying and encouraging and uplifting. One of those you just heard was Rich Pelusa, who runs Affirm Films and is a brother in the Lord. Risen is a gritty, realistic movie that portrays the harsh realities of the first century. But when you watch it, I know it will remind you that Jesus truly has risen from the dead. I believe this is a worthy film that will be an encouragement to you, which is why I'm excited to recommend and share Risen on DVD as my thanks for your support of Haven Ministries. Would you call us after the program this Easter Monday? Would you make your gift to this ministry? But ask for the Risen DVD. And the number to call is 800 654 2836. That's 800 65 Haven. Or watch some of the excerpts from the movie by visiting us at haventoday.org. You can also order the DVD and make your gift there. Our website, haventoday.org. And now, again, here's Andrew Peterson and Risen Indeed. of icy wind like a mournful cry it's giving up the ghost again another sheet of snow melts away to gold and green look at peter go he's racing to the tomb to see where has my jesus gone he is not dead he is risen died for you becomes the seedling just put your hand into the womb that bought your healing and let your heart Not dead. 
A song to remind us on this Easter Monday that Christ has truly risen from the dead. Risen indeed from Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters, Volume 1. We have this deluxe album for your gift to the ministry. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Yesterday was Easter Sunday, and I hope that you and those you love were able to celebrate with God's people, whether in person or whether online. And this week, here on Haven Today, we're turning our hearts and our minds on the greatest miracle ever to take place, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Gospels all end with stories surrounding this event, every one of them focusing on different details and different people. But the writers of the New Testament understood that this was the central event in all of human history. And that's why we're calling our series Easter Stories. We need to hear this good news again. We need to hear it every day. Christ is risen. In fact, he's risen indeed. If you've ever visited Israel, you know that the traditional site of Jesus' death and resurrection is found at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. The old city of Jerusalem is divided into four quadrants, the Muslim, Jewish, Christian, Armenian quarters. The church sits there in the Christian quarter, literally built on top of the sites where Jesus could have died and rose again. But not far away, there is a site called the Garden Tomb. It's outside the walls of today's Jerusalem. The tomb itself is cut into the side of a rocky hill right next to a garden. There is an ancient wine press there, and just over a rise, a cliff face that looks a lot like a skull. Since the 1800s, these features have led many to propose that this is the actual site of Christ's death and burial. Now today, most scholars, Protestant as well as Catholic, agree that while this garden tomb is not the actual site, it's still a remarkably useful setting. It very well could be what the real Golgotha and tomb looked like. Being there brings the gospel records to life. Passages like John 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple, John of course being younger, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. It was a burial cloth. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. John 20, 1-9 Easter Stories on Haven Today We all need a new beginning, and that's what the hope of Easter gives us. I remember the first time I visited the garden tomb. It's maintained by a Christian organization out of England, and the site is so well kept. Janet and I had the place to ourselves. The curator 
and a few others that worked for it were the only ones there. We sat near the entrance to the tomb, and we had our own private worship service. I could picture Mary Magdalene arriving and seeing the stone rolled away. Think of the confusion. She cried out, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. I could picture the younger John outrunning Peter and arriving at the tomb, stooping down and looking inside, and then Peter, the older of the two, catching up and bursting as only Peter would right through the entrance. He saw the strips of linen and the burial cloth for Jesus' head lying there neatly, folded up, but there was no body. Grave robbers were all too common in first century Judea. In the decades to come, the practice would become so prominent that the emperor made it a capital offense, punishable by, you know what, crucifixion. That was Mary Magdalene's fear when she first arrived. It's likely she had come early to continue her formal mourning, a process that went on for days for first-century Jews. But adding insult to injury, Mary saw the tomb was empty, and she was gripped with fear that someone had stolen his body or maybe even moved it to another tomb. But later, with the morning light revealing more to their eyes, John and Peter realized that all those burial linens were neatly in place. What grave robber would do this? And then it hit them. John stepped in, and seeing the linens, the truth came into full clarity. Jesus had risen from the dead. We read in the text, he saw and believed. It's important for you and me to understand that powerful moment. This John is the same John writing the gospel account himself. He's telling us firsthand his own story of a new beginning. But listen to the very next thing he said. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. For John, that realization would come later. But what he saw before him was indisputable. Jesus of Nazareth had been dead, and now he was alive. You and I may not understand everything in Scripture, but if you believe that Jesus is the risen Savior, that's enough. It's the new beginning that all of us need. This passage shows us an even greater new beginning. It opens by saying, early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. In John's Gospel, light and darkness and night and day are often symbolic. Remember the book opens saying the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it? For John, darkness illustrated our darkened hearts before believing in Jesus. Nicodemus came and questioned Jesus at night. We saw last week that Judas left to betray Jesus, and it was nighttime. And here, Mary came to the tomb still dark, under the assumption that Christ was still dead. She and the disciples were still walking in darkness. They didn't understand yet that a new beginning had already taken place. That new beginning is nothing less than the new creation. Given that all the Gospels emphasize that Christ would rise again on the third day after his death, it's intriguing that they all spoke about the day of his resurrection as the first day of the week. It's the day after the Sabbath, a Sunday. That's the day God appointed for his Son to rise in triumph over sin and death and hell. The resurrection of Christ is that great light shines out of darkness. 
like that first day of creation. But this time, a new creation had begun, a new beginning. Sitting there at the garden tomb several years ago helped me understand that these events are not clever stories. They really happened. Christ was dead, but now he's alive. His body was laid in a newly hewn, very dried tomb, but he didn't stay there. The stone was rolled away. On the door of the garden tomb, there is a sign that commemorates the message that the angels proclaimed to the disciples that day. As you approach the entrance, like Mary, John, and Peter did, the sign comes into view. It's the message all of us need to hear. He is not here, for he is risen. He's the God of new beginnings, and he is risen indeed. The bells ringing, they're singing that you can be born again. Hear the bells ringing, they're singing, Christ is risen from the dead. The angel upon the tombstone said, He has risen just as He said. Tell his disciples that Jesus Christ is no longer dead. Joy to
One of his greatest hits, Keith Green, singing for us Easter song here on Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris. Do you recall growing up, maybe seeing movies with biblical themes? They showed up on TV around Easter time and Passover every year. Some of them were quite epic, like the Ten Commandments and Ben-Hur. But it was only as an adult that I realized why I enjoyed these, because it wove the biblical story of Jesus around a fictional character who was changed by Jesus. And I think that's what I enjoy so much about the new feature film called Risen. It is historical fiction, very much like Ben-Hur, that weaves the real biblical events of Christ's death and resurrection with a Roman soldier who was searching for the truth regarding that great event. The Nazarene said he'd rise again after three days. You will lose peace and order if it's true. Will the people believe it? The weak will. There will be no other gods. Kill him. Room is sealed, guarded with your life. Pilate summons you. The body has vanished. His tomb is empty. Where has he gone? You tell me. Already they're proclaiming him risen from death. The Emperor will not arrive to unrest. We must find a body. Oh, no! Home the city for bodies dead in the last week. Take them up. Everyone. disciples. Where are they hiding his corpse? It was not his followers. Another body, sir. Just revealed. No. Who told you the Nazarene was alive? Mary Magdalene. You're looking for something you'll never find. Open your heart and see. No more lies. What happened to the body? The ropes, they just exploded. You should have returned by now. I have seen two things which cannot reconcile. A man dead without question. And that same man alive again. What frightened you? Abraham, wagering eternity on it. Joseph Fiennes plays the Roman officer who was searching for the body of Christ and little did he know that his investigation would change his life forever. But even though this film got a PG-13 rating for a couple of realistic war sequences, I believe this film will capture your imagination and encourage you to look towards the risen Christ. So why don't you get in touch with us right now? Would you make a gift to the ministry this Easter Monday? But ask for your copy of Risen, the DVD. And our number you can call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, haventoday.org. That's where we've put up some excerpts from the movie, haventoday.org. And just before we go, if you wanted to get it but just didn't do it yet... We still have copies of Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters 1 CD. It's the deluxe version with a bonus of five songs extra for your gift. 
It's the best Easter album I've heard in a long time, and I know you'll want to listen to it all year round. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? As again, we share together the great story, the story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. But who raised him? We're probably used to answering that question by saying the Father, and that's right. But it doesn't tell us how. Romans 8.11 has the answer. It calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead. The resurrection of Christ was a grand event in which all three persons of the Trinity participated. The Father raised the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. And these three are at work in us too. The Father loves us, the Son has died for us, and the Spirit raises us to new life. Christ is risen, indeed, and thanks to the Spirit, so are you. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.